Boy, this weather really doesn't make it easy, does it? Churches and schools have been challenged by the weather these past few weeks. So has all those who work on the roads. It's been a challenging time. But this is Minnesota, and it's winter. What do you expect? If you're here for the warm breezes, you've been misinformed. We go through this stuff, right? We, we plow through, literally, on these days. In this morning's gospel, Jesus was facing quite a bit of challenge as well. Oh, it wasn't the weather. Instead, he was facing a challenge, the start of his ministry that would carry through the entire of his ministry. We talk about this as the temptations of Jesus, but temptations, when we talk about temptations, we can quickly slip into sort of a moral correctness. The morality that is found in this scripture goes beyond mere right and wrong, but it gets at the heart of Jesus' identity as the Son of God. And as we follow Jesus through this time of testing, of time of trial before his public ministry begins, we are invited ourselves to consider as children of God, as followers of Jesus, how do we face the challenges in front of us, both as individuals and also as a church? The setting is real important here. After 40 days, Jesus in the wilderness is tempted, is tested, is challenged. 40. It should remind us of the struggle of Noah and his family upon that ark for 40 days and 40 nights. All of creation challenged by the waters of chaos and flood. It can remind us of the 40 years that the Israelites spent wandering in the desert, following Moses, fed only by God's hand, challenge. The challenge of being faithful and unfaithful, of seeking God and turning backs on God. 40 days, Jesus was challenged to his core. And after all that is done, the human creature is hungry. He's famished. He's at his low point. And that's when the real challenge begins. Think of it. When we are at our low points, when we're hungry, when we're tired, when we're not at our best, life seems all the more difficult, doesn't it? And in that, Jesus faces very basic challenge. You see the stone? Sure would make a really nice loaf of bread. I bet you could use that, couldn't you? The challenge of survival of thinking of life only in terms of making it through the day. The challenge of being famished, disappearing into non-existence. Jesus meets this challenge by directing attention to God. We are not created just to exist, just to survive. We have been created by God to worship 
to be in loving community. Jesus refuses to eat alone. Oh, later on, miracles involving food are abundant in his ministry. He'll even feed an entire crowd, 5,000 people. But he won't do it alone. And in that we find an important encouragement to be in community that shares in God's love and grace. For life is more than just survival. Second challenge. All the kingdoms, all the power of the world. Just imagine what we could do for good if we just had all the riches and power in this community. Just imagine what a force of good we could be in the world if we just had all the power and all the might. But Jesus knows that the power of this world, the might of this world, the riches of this world, they all kind of turn inward in the direction of sinful separation from God. They move to a place where God's not so important in each day, is not quite at the center of each community. They move in the direction that ultimately leads to fear. Because what do people who have all the wealth and all the power fear the most? Losing it. Jesus refuses to worship at the altar of success, of wealth, and of power. The altar that worships a God that stays in power based on fear. No, Jesus gives his allegiance. will worship at the altar of God alone. God and God alone at the center is the only way around fear. Later on, Jesus' ministry, he's constantly saying, fear not. Fear not. Trust not in the powers of the world. Trust in God. Third challenge. Devil takes him to the top of the temple. The holiest place, the place where in the mind of the people, God lived. And in that spot, challenges his identity as the Son of God. Just jump from this top of this pinnacle of the temple, and then he uses Scripture. Oh, my friends, the devil is good at using Scripture. Over the centuries, the Scripture has been used in all sorts of ways to direct energy and attention away from God, to support all sorts of crazy things, things antithetical to the gospel of Christ. Things like slavery and subjugation of women, of separating of people, of using scripture to justify war, depression. But Jesus goes right to the heart of it. Don't test God. Trust God. Trust that God who created you 
is found in each moment of life. Trust that the God who created you loves you and forgives you and wants to be in a relationship with you and not just you, but everyone. And holiness is not to be found in a building. It is not to be the purview of a select few who say the right words and say the right prayers and control their institution and power. No, the grace of God bursts all through that. And when you trust in God, you don't test God. You instead offer life in God's direction. At the start of Lent, this first Sunday, we have an opportunity as a church. In the midst of our challenges... And whether it's to get here on a Sunday because of the snow and etc., or it's to focus on God each day because just so much is going on. We're pulled in so many different directions. We don't take time for our faith or for God. Maybe the challenge is to really love our neighbor because the neighbor sometimes is a stinker and it's hard to understand them it's hard to reach out to someone we really don't click with. Whatever the challenge we face at the start of this season of Lent, let us be reminded of our identity, our core identity, that we too are children of God. In waters of baptism, God claimed your life for Christ. May you find the practices of this Lent, this time of intentional focus. May you find encouragement and wisdom and strength to focus, as Christ did in his challenges, on God's love at the center of life. And may you be inspired by that love to reach beyond, to go beyond the fear, to go beyond the community, to go beyond whatever boundary might be holding you back until that love and that grace may be known by others. May we give a good witness to Christ's love this Lent as individuals and as a community as we start anew by the grace of God. Amen.